Howdy folks and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name is Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're a repeat listener, I want to thank you. It means a lot to me. Alright, today I'll talk a little bit about believing that you will receive a promise from God. The most popular scripture that covers this is Mark 11, 22-24, where Jesus tells his disciples, first, to have faith in God, and some translations say have the faith of God, Second, that if they, or we, will command something with God's authority. And third, believe that the commands will be followed. Fourth, you will have whatever you command, or whatever you say. Then he goes on to exercise that principle by saying, Therefore I say, he's commanding this to happen now, whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Right there, he just made that a new natural law by commanding it to be. The God of the universe commanded that to be a law, a principle to cause things to happen. So Jesus set a law into motion. And did he ever lie? No. Can he lie? No. Can God lie? Obviously not. If God says something, it's going to happen. If God said that the sky is orange, then don't ever expect to see another color. If God says it, it'll happen. He can't lie. It is impossible for God to lie. If he says it, it will happen. Okay, so if Jesus didn't lie about it, and can't or won't lie about it, then something is wrong on our end. He said it will happen. So why are we having problems with it? Why aren't we seeing immediate results like he did? I know there's some people that will say that it took overnight for that fig tree to wither up and everything, but we have no proof of that. All we know is Jesus spoke to it. It was far off away from the road, and he yelled at the thing loud enough that his disciples afar off could hear him. When he said, no man eat fruit of you again forever, then he went on with his business in another city. He went to Jerusalem, to the temple. That night when they came back, it was pitch dark. It was nighttime. It was dark. There was no street lights. There were no flashlights that the disciples were using to see if that tree was dead. They were tired. They were going home. They didn't even think about that tree until the next morning when Peter saw that it was withered up. It could have happened immediately. It could have happened just as soon as they walked away. I'm sure the disciples weren't sitting there looking at the tree until it disappeared from their view. They were probably paying attention to where they were walking so they didn't trip and fall in the road. So, you know, we'll just leave that silliness behind and just think logically about the Bible. It's logical. So, like we said, Jesus didn't lie about it. He just made a new law for us to be able to follow. It was actually the same law that God used to begin with, but Jesus set it into motion so that it would work for us. So, most likely, it's our worldly doubts and unbelief that affect the words that we speak. Jesus said to speak, not idle words, but what you believe. If you really don't believe it, then we're missing out on what he said, believe you receive. Our thoughts usually stray to something along the lines of, yeah, but what if I say it and it doesn't happen? What if the person doesn't get healed? What if the devil doesn't leave him when I try to cast him out? Jesus said not to doubt, but believe that what you say will happen and it will. So we need to work on our believing. How do we do that? Well, maybe by starting off by recognizing whether we truly believe God. 
Do we believe that if God said it, it's true? Or do we believe that maybe he changes his mind like we do? Scriptures say that God doesn't change. Lying devils speaking through men say that God doesn't do such and such things anymore. The devil gets into people and causes them to lie about God. You need to search the scriptures for yourself to see God's nature. Never trust people to tell you the truth. Ever. Always verify godly things with the Bible. People can give opinions and claim that they are truth, but have nothing to back it with other than their own experiences, or their own thoughts, or what someone told them. So we need to change our beliefs to line up with what God said. Then we need to be able to visualize it. And no, visualization is not evil. It's the method that God designed in us as part of our thought process. When someone says dog, you don't think D-O-G, like you're reading it in a book or something. You picture a dog, usually one that you're familiar with. The more they say about that dog, the clearer your mental picture or visualization becomes. If they say dog and you picture your black lab, then they say German Shepherd dog, while all of a sudden your picture changes and you're no longer picturing your black lab. You're picturing a German Shepherd. The more they say about it, the more details they give, the clearer your picture comes. I'm sure you get the point. As you get a better picture, the more real it becomes. The more you meditate on the promises of God and see yourself with them or doing them, the more doubt and unbelief will be forced out of you. Jesus said that doubt and unbelief comes out by fasting and prayer. Maybe we ought to give it a shot, huh? Then you'll be able to confidently do what Jesus said that you can do. If you can see it, you can seize it. That really is the basis of all that God has promised. Believing him enough to see yourself having, doing, or being all that God said. No doubts, no what-ifs, as you visualize failure. Just see yourself obeying God. Then, act like your father and speak it into being. God created everything by configuring the light energy that he released by using words to alter that light into matter. All things are made from living light energy that God originally began with. God said, let there be light. He commanded it into being, or released it into being, and then shaped it by his words into everything that we see in the natural realm around us. It's all made from the same subatomic energy. That is light. The light that God released. Now I realize that it's out of phase with God and has been disconnected from God, is not part of God anymore. Anyone that tells you is, is off into lunacy or New Ageism or some other kind of wrong spiritual practice. And maybe I'll get deeper into that at a later time. But I'm going to close this episode here. I pray that God will open your eyes to the truth of what I've been saying, that the light of God's creative power will dawn on you and that you will believe that God is not a man that he should lie, but everything that God says is real, is true, and is for us today. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, folks. Well, that's it for this time. I'll be back again in a couple weeks. Until then, if you want to know more about me, find out a little bit more information, you can visit my website at www.dirtroadcowboy.com. And it talks a little bit about what I do, gives some contact information and whatever else. Okay, until the next episode, this is the Dirt Road Cowboy signing out. Bye, y'all.